Episode 96, Matt, believe it or not, of uh, Privateers, Inc. We still have no idea. We're, we should be doing something for a 100th anniversary, or whatever you call that fucking thing. 100th episode, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told you I was going to do a best of. I think <laughs> we should skip our 100th Good. episode. I got, what? <laughs> Dan, oh, you just, shit, so go right from 99 to 101. <laughs> Dan's cracking himself up. <laughs> Dan's his, uh, his, his best critic or whatever you call it, Matt. Jesus. Privateers Inc. here, by the way, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> but, I mean, you already clicked on it, so how wouldn't you know that unless you're, like, blind or whatever? You, you know what, though? How would someone click on this when it never shows up anywhere? I, I still don't understand how you get on, like, the new and noteworthy thing. Actually, let me ask you a question. You know, like, how, like, old radio programs, like, they go off into space and shit? Do you think this does, Wait, too? what? I don't know. What does that mean? Maybe. <laughs> they do what? <laughs> huh? You talking about like uh, like uh, lost in sp- wait what, wait no not lost in space. lost in fucking space you know the the thing with the the they thought everyone thought it was real happening or whatever what was that oh with fucking uh, war of the world yeah war of the world war, yeah Orwell Orwell <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> Orson Welles yes Orville Redenbacher of course from yeah. the popcorn fame the popcorn you game. know George Orwell fucking war of the worlds <laughs> yeah come on Him. but yeah but wait. <laughs> But wait a second, because what what do you mean? Like, but so, how do they? No, because okay, like radio waves go off into space. Okay, you know, like and so yeah, yeah. Theoret- not theoretically, but technically, like civilizations. Do they find the hole in the ozone layer because the science yeah, is proving it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. But do you think our shit actually? Because it doesn't really broadcast. So like, should we broadcast this over a radio antennae? So and then it, see what happens. It, yeah, like you maybe think maybe somebody will show up. Yeah, like maybe if, someone will finally listen. If we tell aliens, like <laughs> maybe take three billion years. Yeah, but if we give them our DNA codes, like, or if you guys are comfortable with that anyway, over the thing, then Wait, aliens yeah, can I resurrect would. us. You know what I'm saying? That would be very interesting. I mean, why not? What do you got to lose? Why? I think why they would anyone want to do this for longer than they have to? Why would anyone want that? <laughs> it's kind of a good point. I didn't even really think of it that. Well, way. Well, haven't we done it longer than we have to after episode one? Yeah. You oh, you mean the podcast? I'm ta- I, I was just talking like about life. And That's shit. what like I was talking living. about was life as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then there's that. <laughs> you, what, Dan, what about... So to, to sort of piggyback on Dan's idea, what if we go for... Te- for he episode, already killed himself. What if we go to episode 99 and then we just go to 1.5, 1, you know, 2.5? Like we do that instead. We just do like different episodes that aren't 100. So like we never get to 100. We never get to a hundred. Yeah, that, I think that's a good idea. That would be. A- <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I got ninety nine point oh one. Ninety nine point oh oh one. That's being very pretentious. Ninety nine point oh two. We're like we're just we're just. It'll never fucking get, get there. And then it'll be like yeah. infinitesimally close to one hundred, but never get there. <laughs> exactly. Who? What? What podcast has the most episodes? Uh, I think us. <laughs> so that's actually. Um, the Subtractive and your boy Rick Roy podcast. They have season, they're on season 48, <laughs> episode 38. <laughs> I feel oh, like wow. that. Holy but, shit. By the way, Ryan, I don't, I don't know if you know this or not, but you can also go to thesubtractive.com to listen to that. I don't know if you knew that or not, but. I'm I'm going to it right now, matter oh, of fact. Please do. Oh, let me use my internet. Uh, by the way, I should say, uh, by the way, running the board, we have another student from the school. Um, oh, for fuck. I, and I don't want to tease anything for next week, Matt, but it's possible that we have an old friend coming back next week. Grimace? Uh, no, close. Ronald Reagan? I can't say the name. Um, McDonald, anyway. I mean. <laughs> yeah. 
but this, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> this week running the board, uh, he gave me his card, but I don't know. I hope I'm pro- pronouncing this right. It's, it's it Mike Zahariadis. Is that what it is? I'm not <laughs> sure. He's he's shaking his head. Yes. Yeah, so oh, dude. Hey, big Mike Z. I remember him. Yeah, Mike I bet Z you do. Running the board. <laughs> Mike Mike Z. Does he, Mike that, guy, that Ryan? That kid can't owe you any more money. <laughs> Not after all the money. That I don't he's think paid he's. You. I don't think he ever owed me money. Uh, Oh. I, I remember him being a little on the on the like dirty side. Like I don't know if he was homeless or not. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about I don't all that. Know. No, I that's think he, interesting. Yeah, I, 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 I don't really. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, By the way, Matt, we, I'll be remiss if I didn't say that um, uh, Eddie Van Halen died. Uh, oh fuck week. him! That's about it for that. Yeah. Actually, I do want to get Dan's <laughs> take on it because Dan. Uh, oh, he's a, a huge fan, but non-fan. No, Dan loves Van Halen. I don't. Know I like Van Halen. Dan, Dan is uh, yeah. That's your that's your go to band right there. Is Van Halen? It, you like Van well, Halen? I mean, Van Halen and Metallica are like to my two favorite bands. How, how much Van Halen? Like, do you like Van Hagar too? Can you listen to the Sharon? Oh yeah, stuff? I listen to I listen to Van. Probably I I don't know. I have no preference of one over the other. I actually like them both. What about Sharon? Pretty much Gary equally. Sharon. Uh, Gary Sharon, no, I didn't like that. No, nah, you're not a real it was, fucking fan. It was bad. But uh, not a real fan. That's what. Uh, that's my verdict. If <laughs> anything, if anything, I would have to say that um, maybe Van Hagar was a little better. I would agree with that. Uh, I would yeah. agree with that 100. percent Yeah. Matt, Matt over here falling asleep. By the way, Matt, wake up. <laughs> it's uh, here. Let me get him up with a little bit of. Because he put he put a little bit more effort, I think, into Van Hagar, because he used a lot. He used you know pianos and different types of instruments and yeah, more more stuff. <laughs> and, you know, like drill, electric drills, just different. You know, different techniques and I don't know, yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, he, he did a lot of cool shit, man. But I, th- I I don't really like Van Halen. I like one song, and it's one. Uh, not no, I'm sorry. Right now, one is fucking Metallica. Uh, right now by Van Halen's good. The rest of the songs suck. Yeah, so Dan, what is it what's your take on um on on Eddie Van Halen dying? Are you upset? Did you have to go into mourning or a, a program of some kind? What happened? No, I um didn't have to go into a program. Um I just I was I was I was kind of sad because it it is a very um heavy loss to the, you know, the the rock world. You know, because he was like kind of like a pioneer for a lot of guitar techniques and kind of a forerunner for um, guitarists and stuff like that. You know, like people that you know new guitarists or aspiring guitarists. You know, everybody would be like learn learn to play Van Halen. You know, yeah. when they when they learned to play their guitar. So it was um, yeah. Every everybody that plays guitar knows a, a Halen riff. Somehow, somehow, like even if yeah. it's just uh, ain't talking about love that or, or something, you know. It, yeah. Almost everybody knows something by Van Halen. Uh, Matt, favorite Van Halen song? Hang on, I gotta throw something to Matt. You know, there's a fucking plastic knife. Hey. Oh, is, is he in a coma? <laughs> yeah. Sugar. How coma? about Matt? What's your favorite Lee's Van, favorite Van, Halen, Van song? Halen song? Is <laughs> Jump. I don't like Van Halen. Dan says his favorite is Jump. What's yours, Matt? <laughs> no, I said my least favorite Van Halen song is Jump. You hear that, Matt? Dan Dude, loves the fucking, Jump. That synth part in the beginning, That's uh, Eddie Van Halen wrote that shit, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Actually, my favorite Van Halen song is Black and Blue. 
Black and blue. I never even heard of that one. I, so play it's it. A deep cut, man. No, play it. It's actually you've. I, I'm guarantee you've heard it. It's really good. Uh, Mike Van Halen would have been a million movie. times more tolerable if they had. It's no with Sammy. If they were just an instrumental. Matt, this is a Sammy Hagar joint. <laughs> Matt completely passed. I couldn't be more disinterested <laughs> in this at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. Matt, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> Hang on, I just farted really bad. He's bound to wake up any second now. The fucking paint's peeling off the walls in here. It's so bad. Uh, so, so Dan, are, are you are you okay now? I mean, what do you need? Uh, con, you know, consoling. How are you doing? Um, I'm okay now. It, nice. I got over it. I'll tell you what. When I heard that Eddie Van Halen died, the first thing I thought of was Dan. No joke. I said Dan. Uh, oh is, yeah, is I'm gonna sure. Yeah. Be beside himself. I think today. Yeah, I was I I that, I I it was honestly kind of shocking. I didn't really think he was in that bad health. I knew yeah, he had throat I, cancer and everything, but right. yeah. nobody he, he really said quite, anything. Yeah. I mean, I saw them like three years ago, and he seemed he like good. he was he was yeah he was really good. He was like um just like on top of his game. Well, if you see him three years from now, he's not going to be nearly as good as that. Just yeah, so you know. I, I would imagine he would look a little rough. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but you know, you know what's funny though is Dan never like got out of that like Van Halen. You know, I don't want to say '80s rock, but he never got out of that whole. I don't know. Would you would you call it a phase, Matt? Oh, hang on. I'm gonna wake him up again. Let me throw this whole packet of fucking utensils out. Matt, we're talking about phases. Shit, dude, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> you can't sleep. It's during the podcast. We're doing the, the thing now. I don't get a lot of sleep. Just let me go. No, but uh, I'll Matt, pipe in if I wake up. But Matt, do you know what I'm saying? Uh, Dan never really got out of that whole phase. No, he always loved them. Him and him and Motley Crue are like rice and beans or whatever. Yeah, but Matt, did I you... never liked Motley Crue as much as I. Mm-hmm. I I mean, they were okay, but Van Halen was some. I think they were the, the, you know, to be honest with you, when you think of 80s music. Shut up, dude. I'm trying to sleep. I don't. I, I really don't think about 80s music. That so much. 80s music, you got Motley Crue and all those other bands. And, um, yeah. like, and you know, like ACDC or whatever. And, I mean, I, 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 I listened to ACDC. I used to like them, but I grew out of them. I never grew out of Van Halen because they're – they're that good. Yeah, I, anyway. Uh, what about like Motorhead and shit? You like Motorhead? Uh, they're okay. I could I could tolerate them. Yeah. But do, do you feel like, does anyone feel like they went through musical phases? Like where you liked, a, uh, you know, a certain genre of music and you were like really into it. And now you look back on you go, what the fuck was I thinking listening to that shit? You know? I, you know, I, I do go through phases with music but i always hold on to all of them uh, i still go back i'll go i'll re i'll go through phases a second third fourth time too really yeah well let me tell I, and i i find like some sort of inspiration in anything even like those shit noise projects and uh yeah all, all that stuff you know some of that but i'll tell you i remember hearing uh do you remember the you, you know that band creed yeah. 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 So, like, I remember when I first heard that, and I was like, wow, this is really, really fucking good. <laughs> and then 
I don't know, maybe like not even a couple months later, I was like, what the fuck am I thinking? Like, it was almost like I was yeah. hypnotized or something like that. The, because the guitarist is a really good guitar player. That's the only thing about that band that's worth something. And the is singer is, a, he's a strong singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I, uh, I remember thinking it was it. like the best fucking thing I've ever heard. I was like, this is so fucking yeah. good. Then you found yeah, out they, it was a Christian band. Maybe you that's know, honestly, the, I'll I'll give I'll give this to them. They're quite a bit better than Nickelback. Oh yeah, I would definitely listen to, to Creed over Nickelback. Yeah, yeah, Matt, big Creed fan. Matt's resounding yes. He just finished his dinner. Creed fan right now. What's this? Oh, here's a salt and pepper pack. Hey, oh, I didn't even hit him <laughs> in the fucking corner. Hang on. Yeah, didn't we? Did we? Did you go with me to see them at the Webster? Didn't we go see them? Who's that? Nickelback? No, no, no. The other one. Uh, Creed? Creed. Yeah, they, they played there for a dollar four. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I did go see that. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like. And they uh, were okay. They were at the Webster, so the sound, they sounded like shit, but I guess it was okay. Yeah. But, like, Matt used to. Hang on. <laughs> Just hit him in the fucking tit. Hey, Matt, uh, do you remember when you used to listen to like DMX and shit all the time? Like, do you, do you feel like you ever do you I still listen to DMX? Do you is there anything you listened to back in the day that y'all you were, gonna make me lose my mind? But do you feel I like, just love when a hook breaks this whole crew? <laughs> what? But Matt, what? Th- Matt, is there anything you used to listen to back in the day that you were kind of like, oh my god, what the fuck was I thinking about listening to that shit? Mm-mm. No, nope. Not at all? Mm-mm. Nothing. I'm trying to think of what we used to listen to back in the day. Well, because Manson. I, yeah, Manson's still pretty cool. Yeah, Man, Marilyn Manson's still kind of cool. But it, it was, uh, I know, like, uh, it would sort of depend on the group of people I was hanging out with, too. Because sometimes I'd be. Because you're a bitch. I, I don't want to say influence. <laughs> But, you know, like, there'd be, like, a like say I was dating a girl, and she, like, I, I dated this one chick, and, and she was listening to Annie DeFranco a lot, so I was like, oh, yeah, this wow. is really cool. And now I'm like, what the fuck? That was terrible. That was horrible music. I remember that. You came home and looked that like Annie DeFranco one yeah, time. That's, that's bad stuff. <laughs> Joe had his hair in those weird little wow. fucking things, and I was like, what happened? And he's like, oh, I love Annie DeFranco. Yeah, well, that's, you know, <laughs> when you're younger, you go through, uh, I've done that too, I'm sure. I, I did the fucking uh, gothic thing, and, you know. Yeah. Uh, did you ever listen to Portishead? <laughs> <laughs> that's like one of those fucking weird groups. Yes. Like that, like Dan. I'm trying to sleep, and you're making me laugh. Uh, oh my god! No, but you know what made me think of? Like you know what I'm thinking of? <laughs> it was uh, yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, now I can lay down. Day before yesterday, I was in the grocery store. <laughs> you all right over there? Yeah, I'm laying down. Uh, I was in the grocery store a couple days ago, and there was a guy in there, and he had a fucking long leather trench coat. A cowboy hat. Oh, Ryan was there. And fingerless gloves with skeleton print on. <laughs> and this. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, like long hair. Uh, you know, I mean, he was. That's a, what Michael Gregor was wearing two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. It was, what was he our board op man? Yeah. When he was running the board, he was looking. Uh, yeah. A little peaking. Yeah. A little. <laughs> but I. I uh, peaking duck. Yeah. <laughs> Bad peaking duck. But he uh, he was walking around the grocery store and he was just I could just tell that this dude was like in a phase, but just fucking was like, no, no, this is who I am. You know? Yeah, because you know, like when you're younger and you're like hanging around with people and even like the people were like so over the top of shit and you're like, 
I can't wait for them to get out of this fucking phase and be like, oh my god, what a dipshit I was. Mm-hmm. This guy is that is guy like still painting on. himself orange? That singer guy? Uh, maybe I don't know. You talking about uh, Swiss cheese? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, uh, is that, was that a phase or is that something like he's just going to do for the rest of his life now? You know. G log twelve twenty nine ninety nine. The riots have started. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 maybe he is still doing. That. I, I think he's still going to the woods and chanting. No, the, the what's his name is still acting like he's all that too. Um, what's his name? The guy that was drumming for them. Opus. Opus. He's gonna be our board op next week. <laughs> <laughs> I oh think. God. Opus. Right Opus. Still. He's still. If it wasn't for COVID, he'd be running that. Remember he was doing his uh, Opus's birthday bash. Yeah, he's he's, he's still doing that. He last just turned ninety four. Yeah, he's actually he's, he's such a fucking. He's all full of himself, and he thinks that Jesus. It's like, oh, but I have Jesus. I'll come back and play a show. My birthday. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. I I remember like hearing about him and talking about. Him. I don't think I ever met him. He looked like the guy from uh, what the hell was that other band? What, what oh, was, you mean uh, Portishead. <laughs> I think that's who you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> no, Taproot. He looked like the singer of Taproot. Yeah, I don't even Holy remember shit. Taproot. Okay, so I, I take that back. Taproot. I did go through a phase. Taproot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember I Taproot? I used to think they were good, and now I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck? I, ne- I never look, got into Taproot. Never. Dan, the only it, one with it was like that weird. Room, apparently, because the rest of us. I don't know. I mean, there was. So remember, like, when Finger Eleven first came out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had like the, that weird fucking. They were re- it's playing a lot of offbeat shit, sure. and it was different. Not like the the whatever the fuck that other shit they they started coming out with. What the hell was that? They 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 started coming out with. It wasn't like that. It was different. So, paralyzer. Like, no, not that shit. That's what I mean. <laughs> not that. Yeah. But like when, when they came out with that shit, it was like, oh man, they you know I've been duped, kind of. Yeah. But like. The closest I ever got to a phase was like, you know, getting into newer music that was coming out, mm-hmm. but then not liking it when they put out different music that was more mainstream. Yeah. But I never really got into phases. It was more just like that. You know what I mean? All right, I'm going back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. What the fuck? Ryan, you went through a gothic phase? Yeah. I, I well, like the actual like. F- like physically dressing in gothic clothes and shit. I went through a phase like that yeah, back yeah. in like high school, briefly. Like, do you remember the um? Do you remember like the Jenko pants and the kickwear? And I shit was like just that? about Dude, to I, bring that up. I swear <laughs> to fuck, if they had, if they started coming out with those, I would wear them again. I used to love those. You can actually. I think we did a spot for them like a year and a half ago. You can actually still get Jenkos, believe it or not. Yeah, they're like almost two hundred bucks. They're expensive as fuck, and there's no. You can't rob J C Penny like we used to back in the day. Yeah, do you remember the phase where we were Penny stealing? Is no things? more. <laughs> What's that? I said, do you remember the phase where we were stealing things from J C Penny? Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, that that was a phase, I guess for sure, because. Uh, I don't know if it was pennies or Sears. It was probably both. Filene's, too. <laughs> it was like it was the lot of them. I don't know. Let's put this guy to his test. Should we beep these out? I don't even know anymore. No, I'm not even being. These are these are just Good. alleged incidents. We're talking. These. This is all hyperbole. Yeah, this is all fucking half half baked. We uh we used to steal. Uh, well, this is of course. I'm just gonna earmark the whole episode, Matt. This is all alleged. Uh, we don't even know that you <laughs> yeah. listen to Taproot. We're not even sure about that. Yeah. Right. What? But uh. We there was a 
there was a whole like sort of ring that we were running because of course Ryan worked for this place Planet X where <laughs> where and this is not even a joke Ryan you would just like drive little kids around on like fake lions and shit like that right yeah a lot and, and fucking uh, Lang Lang the panda <laughs> that's a true story it was a, a panda was where like the a, fuck was this in the Meriden this was Mall. at the Meriden Square how yeah. many what? how many how many little kids did you touch don't lie like you do <laughs> Did I touch? Yeah, yeah, touch like in a second. I tried not. I I tried my hardest not to touch any of them. Yeah, you hear him? Oh, so you had honest to, to God's truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but, I don't know if that's worse than actually touching him or not. Uh, that really didn't come out right. No. <laughs> I tried my hardest not to touch them. <laughs> Did you oh, did you ever it. try not to touch them with your hardest? <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. Uh, but anyway, so we had we knew a bunch of people. Everyone that, that worked there, we all knew them and hung out and shit. And at one point, the girls that worked there, they had friends. This was right it's around four letter word for ruminate. Mm, I think it's uh, uh, depot, like Home Depot. So we mm. we knew these girls there, and everyone was around high school age, like uh, you know, twelfth or eleventh grade. So they wanted all prom dresses and shit, and we would, I don't know if you were involved in this, Ryan, or not, but we would go into uh, JCPenney. Matt, what are you doing? Yeah. Anyway, Matt's over there playing with something, <laughs> with a fucking garage band or something. <laughs> Matt, please, you got to turn that off. We're, we're, there's interference here. We can... Sorry. So we would... This wasn't a tap root. What we would do is we would send a girl in beforehand... <laughs> She would put on a prom dress in the... Where's this? At the strip club? No, in the mall. Huh. They would go into the dressing room, try <laughs> a prom dress on, and then they would hang it up. You know, like at the at the end of the dressing room, you could just hang shit up because you're yeah, lazy. Yeah, at the gentleman's club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. Oh, my God. <laughs> the kitchen. Yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> and then <laughs> what we would do is later, we would go in with like a pair of pants into the dressing room, and we would put on the prom dress underneath our clothes. Matt, what are you doing? <laughs> I have this knife and this thing that showed up. But we would put the prom dresses on underneath our clothes and then wear them out, like out of the store, and we would steal them. The prom dresses. The prom dresses, yeah. Why? Because then we would resell them to the fucking broad, the rich broads who didn't want to pay full price for their prom dresses. You you had a market for that? We did. Ryan, did you ever get involved in that? You guys are like fences from the... I, I may or may not have uh, been keen as to this uh, <laughs> as to this fucking... This thing back in the day, yeah. You, you might have been privy. I might have been privy. Yeah, maybe. May it was. Uh, it was quite the endeavor, though, Matt. We made a, a little bit of money there. It sounds like you could. Yeah, and then of course when I worked at Spencer's, we just fucking stole the entire store for the most part. Well, yeah, Spencer's was bad. That, that remember was when you allegedly thing. stole the fog machine? <laughs> yeah. No. I don't remember that at all. I'm, I use that in my. I mean, show no. I mean, no, no. I, I don't remember. You don't remember that. Now, c- can you explain it to me in detail? <laughs> you know, yeah. you know what's funny is I, I stole. You know, remember those little fountains that they would have that would have, and you put red food coloring in it. Yeah. And it would be like blood fountains. Yep. Well, I stole one that was a the fucking floor model. Yeah. And it was like filled with red water. And you just walked <laughs> out with walked it. Out with oh the fucking thing. <laughs> it was the stupidest thing. I was like carrying it was all oh heavy. God. And I'm like fucking walk around <laughs> splashing and shit. 
<laughs> it got red food coloring over my fucking legs and shit. There was like a, literally a trail of red shit going all the way to the <laughs> I house. Like, I look back, I'm like, fuck you, I'm taking this. Like it would have been... Mike, the security guard, is fucking following a trail of water <laughs> through the fucking... I wonder thing. where this, this guy's goes. going. <laughs> all the way back to the house because I didn't have a car. <laughs> In snow. So it was easier to <laughs> see than normal. I was like, look at this fucking thing. <laughs> like, what am I ever going to do with this? Just sat on a fucking chair. <laughs> that was so bad, though, because Spencer's didn't have, like, a security system or anything. They didn't have cameras. No. Wait, you're calling that bad? We didn't even have beds. It didn't matter. It, it <laughs> well. didn't matter if they did have cameras. Every fucking body was in on it. Every single fucking person was in on it. Yeah, and then as soon as I started working there, I was like, "Oh, I'll just tell you guys when I'm working. Just come in and like take yep. shit." And I would hand you guys big giant bags, mm-hmm. and you would just walk in and literally take whatever you felt like. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> this is a great story, Joe. How do you come up with shit like this? <laughs> I, you know, I just do a lot of uh, think tanking over the weekend. Right. The mm. f- I'll tell you what the first the first day that I found out Spencer's was crooked was I started working at the brand new Spencer's that opened up and I was there for like maybe a month and me and this dude Dan were sitting there and this lady comes in it was during Halloween time and she goes how much for this mask so I looked at the price tag and I was like I don't know it's $119 they were known for their expensive masks of course yeah, dude, and they I, were fucking pricey. I wonder why. Super pricey. <laughs> yeah, I want. Yeah, I, we all wonder why after all this bullshit. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, and she goes. She goes. Well, no. How much is it? Like, how? What if? Like, is there a discount on it? And I said, no. They're just. They're all, whatever they are. So that's one hundred and twenty dollars. And she goes, well, but I mean, like, how much? Like, if I just gave you cash for it. And I looked over at that dude, Dan, and I was like, I don't know. Like, it was a really serious risk because I was like, she could be like a fucking narc or a cop or right, you know right, whatever. Yeah. What do you call you up? Yeah, like a you secret shopper. You could lose shopper. all this, you know? I, I didn't want to lose my career as a retail right. executive. <laughs> you know, Ryan, I do the purchasing for 21 Spencer's stores now, just so you know. <laughs> I don't know if you understand that or not, but... You could do twice as many. <laughs> <laughs> I could if I wanted to, but I just I don't have that kind of ability. Uh, but, oh, so anyway, I, I was like, I said, fuck it. So I go, uh, $50. And she goes, okay. She handed me a $50 bill, and I put it in a bag, and she walked out. And I was like waiting for the fucking person to come in and fire me or whatever and yeah. it di- it never happened so after that people would come in and i would pretend to ring them up like sort of like this matt like on the cash register like right. just moving my hands <laughs> and then i would just like they'd bring up 300 dollars worth of shit and i'd be like uh just give me 150 and they'd be like okay and i'd be like you can't return yeah. it though and they'd be like yeah that's fine so they would just we made money and then after that i was just like you know what fuck this and when i transferred to meriden i was just like just come in and take everything nobody even cares here yeah it doesn't even nobody fucking cares and they're still <laughs> open how are they still fucking yeah. open now no i have no idea i who why would anybody pay for anything in one of those stores i don't even know that's what i'm saying it blows my mind how did they make any money I don't know. <laughs> say, I want to. I want to bring something up that you guys were talking about this. So I did a quick Google search. Yeah. Not for reference, but just to see. Uh, I just Googled. What did I Google? I won't go back to it. Uh, here we go. It says I typed how to steal from Spencer's. Yeah. There's actually a multitude of websites where people give give um like their best ideas as to how you can steal from Spencer's stuff. hypothetically. No real. Hypothetically. I mean, this one's like, oh, I found some tips that might be helpful for you. Taking all the things. It's it's the name of the thing. Is that the Look, website? Do people that? actually post pictures of all the shit that they steal. <laughs> this is a <the> thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I saw that in a box that came in and unpackaged it. Stuffed some obscure parts of the store just down my pants. 
Went lifting yesterday. Done why with would doing you even go? Why would you even do that? Just walk out with it. Don't make it complicated. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. walk out the door. <laughs> What's the best way to lift clothes? <laughs> Shove them in your bag. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the answer to this. I, but, yeah, the, these people are just, there's like things j- just on how to steal from Spencer's. Yeah, I bet. But why? You though? go to the counter. It's real easy, Matt. I'll tell you right now. Go ahead, I'll Ryan. save you the trouble. What do you do, Ryan? You walk up to the counter and you say, can I have a bag so I can take whatever the fuck I want and walk out <laughs> You the go, store? Joe, can I have a bag? <laughs> <laughs> I remember Zach's house, this this guy, Zach. Oh, God, yeah. His, yeah, he might as well built a house out of shit. He was his... He had more Spencer shit than Spencer's hat. Matt, you can't eat it. We talked about this a long like time. It was like an ago. Ikea showcase, but for Spencer's. <laughs> yeah. His whole house was like that. He had like 14 lava lamps. <laughs> yeah, yes. It was a black it's light everywhere. in every room. He had every Spencer's warehouse, dude. In fact, all the furniture was that inflatable shit. Remember those like the big inflatable yeah. like purple chairs and mm-hmm. shit like that? He had all that. <laughs> oh, my God. Every shirt you could yeah, possibly dude, have. there was... That that house was weird because there was like two pieces of furniture in the entire house, and that was it. Yeah, that's exactly what it was, and it was it's fucking bizarre. You know what's my house when I first moved into it? You know what's weird, man? Is I'm still giving out those novelty cards with big giant fat women on them and shit that they used to sell. I still give yeah. those away for uh, for Halloween. <laughs> nice to this day, but you probably you got a life fucking supply, lifetime supply stacked up. I do. Well, I figured I would need him. I knew that I was going to live to be a certain age, so I, I right. acted accordingly. Anyway, uh, we should probably just take a break real quick. So, uh, Why we, does it sound so weird? It, it doesn't. I don't know what you're talking about, Matt. <laughs> we don't edit on it. Uh, we'll, we'll be back right after this with more privateers. Anyway. Yum. Back to privacy, here, Zach. What are we listening to, Mike Z? What's that? Amigo the Devil? I don't know. Amigo. Amigo? Ah. Amigo? Amigo. Rotten hell with you. Okay. Okay. A little repetitive, maybe, but you know, I'm sure there's some better songs out there. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, interesting. By, by the way, in the second half, uh, Ryan had a uh, what is it, Matt? An ocarina lesson? Is that what he said? Yeah, he said he. What the, uh, who does that anymore? I don't know. He said he had an ocarina lesson, and then he said something about he had to go run to Spencer's. Maybe, maybe he's picking up another lava lamp or something. <laughs> I wonder who's got all of Zach's lava lamps, though. Uh, by the dump. Uh, D- Dan's still very much with us, though, from what I understand. Yeah, I'm here. Dan's here. What's I just up, can't really hear you guys over the music. What music? <laughs> <laughs> Amigo the Devil. Don't worry, I'm sure that Mike Zaharyatis is uh, is fading down right now as we speak. Hey, do you guys remember Mike V? Yeah, Mike Vallely? Yeah. The skater, yeah. Remember that shit? 
Do you, I, I yeah. used to have. I probably still do. It's got to be somewhere in my house. I used to have that Mike V's greatest hit DVD, greatest hits DVD. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Do you remember back in the day? That was like the coolest shit, man. There was like all the the fucking um, before even Jackass. The uh, what was that called? The CKY. CKY fucking videos were fucking awesome. all the fucking wipeouts and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Those were that was all good shit. All them CKY videos were like, that was like fucking. Some of the coolest shit to watch back then, because there was nothing, you know. W- you could watch like uh, Real World and all that fucking crap, and then there was, you know, there was nothing for kids like us to do when we were that age. We would have to watch like, uh, you know, shit like CKY because there was nothing, there was nothing for us to do, nowhere for us to go. I remember at one point, Joe. Do you remember when we went into the mayor's office in Meriden? Yeah. We actually, Dan, I don't think you were there, but we we walked into the mayor's office, like, literally going like this. We need something to do here. <laughs> like, yeah. And the bored. guy, the, the yeah, dude you, was I like, think you said something like that. You said you're bored. Yeah, that's and exactly then, what we said. He actually, he act, didn't he actually sit you guys down and talk to you for he a few did. minutes he put, or something? Yeah, he was like, oh, let me talk to you guys. And he put us in, like, a fucking meeting room. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually kind of strange, but... Yeah, I mean, but there was nothing going on for people our age that weren't, you know, there was some stuff if you were like, you know, if you like going to like clubs or things like that. Mm. But there was nothing for people like us to do because we weren't that type of thing. You know, we had a band, but there was nowhere to play our music. There was no. If you think about it, though, that was pretty socially responsible of us because we could have just been like, nah, we're going to go rob shit. Well, I mean, which we did anyway. But still, I mean, we at least were trying to do something nice <laughs> yeah, at the I same time. Allegedly, allegedly. That's correct. Thank yeah. you, Dan. We, we, we might as well have walked in there and said, listen, we're tired of robbing. There's nothing else to steal from Spencer's. Hypothetically, (laughs) so so like, what are we? We're done. We're done. They only have two fog machines. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, buddy, that ship has sailed. Um, I went in there and I said, "Listen, we're too young to drink, right? We're too old to like, uh, you know, do like little kids things." Spencer's is completely empty, and he was like, "What?" And I was like, "Ah, "Anyway, we uh, we have nothing to do." And he was like, "Uh, "Okay, we'll sit in this room and I'll fucking placate you for ten minutes." And you know, yeah, but there was nothing that we could have done. You know what I mean? Did did the teen center become as a thing from that meeting? Honestly, I think it may have been, but I don't know if it may have been from that exact meeting because the. Do you remember the guy? There was a guy that set up the teen center that was. That guy was like one of these whack jobs as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he was like, oh, I'm gonna. He had a modeling thing. Oh yeah, he was yeah. Also a recording too. guy, and it was yeah. like, it was really. He probably weird. set up fucking cameras in there and was spying on everybody. Oh, big time. Oh no, you don't know bring that up again. <laughs> but yeah, it, but it, it was. It, it's like a whole fucking thing with those people, though, because it, yeah. actually, he's like that, that dude was like. Remember, he was begging us to play a show at his stupid teen center. I think he was the guy who ended up doing Girls Gone Wild, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, Joe Francis. Yeah, that was the same guy. That was him. But, yeah, it's funny because this guy's begging people, begging us. Oh, show up, show up, do this fucking thing. I want want it to be a thing. I don't know. What kind of adult really, really, really wants a bunch of teenagers to hang out in one spot? Pedophiles. Right. But the second that we showed up with our crosses and fucking... Fucking fires, candelabras. And He's like this guy. Fucking freaks out and tells us to get the fuck out. And didn't even pay us. He was supposed to pay us for that too. Yeah, he still owes us money. I have to, I have to hit him fuck up. Fuck that, that guy. But you know, I don't know. It was like uh, it was different times back then, man. Yeah, different Dan. Times. Dan, what do you what do you miss from back then? Do you miss anything from back in the day? 
that you can't do now or like that's not acceptable anymore or anything like that or or do you not really care about the past can't jerk off in I don't know places anymore. it's well you can it's real tough yeah, you can't to know why is it tough uh, because uh i I think like part of me thinks about the past too much and then part of me is like fuck that I don't even know what to like think like you anymore. miss it I kind of miss it, at, but at the same time, I kind of need to move on. But I can't move on. Mm. Explain what what's what's hard to move on about. No, it's just like I mean, you know, this is your like, weekly therapy uh, session. Go on. Yeah, I know it's a therapy session. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so anyway, um, no. But what's what's hard to move on about? Honestly, this what, is a safe is, place. No, it's, it's just us. No, so Denver. basically, what you know, what's what what happened. In the past, is that they're, I don't know. It's just, it's real tough. Um, and it's like, I I don't know. I, I really don't know. Maybe it's a topic for a different day. Is it? Maybe. Yeah, uh, I think so. A little difficult for Dan right now, maybe. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, just a little difficult for me right now. Okay. So, uh, All right. I'm with yeah. you. But I, uh, so I mean, it's a good thing you asked him that question, Joe. Matt, yeah. <laughs> hey, Matt, I'm just curious. So, a, di- a different, different question to Matt. Uh, do you wish things were still the same as they were back then? Like, what do you miss from back in the day? Oh, God. Or do uh, you not? Do you not care? No, I, I don't really, you know what? I find myself, you know, this is kind of difficult. Joe, maybe you should ask yours. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. I actually think about, I think about my, you know, childhood or, you know, whatever. And it's really tough for me to think about my life and, like, what it is now versus what it was back then and, like, how how I lived my life back then. Like, it, it was it was so – it seemed so easy back then. Everything that, you know, no matter what we did or what I did, it was real simple to do. It was not – there was nothing to worry about. It was like, who cares, you know what I mean? Like, let's just go fucking climb this thing and have it be dangerous. You know, now it's like I go, oh, man, I don't know. You know, I look at things and I say, I don't know, man. Like, I don't even have the time to do that. And even if I did, who knows whether it would be detrimental to my health. And, you know, I got to start worrying about things. There's a big giant pain in the fucking ass. I'll I'll have to say one thing. Okay, I'll make one comment about my childhood. Oh, here we go. I okay. feel like I was not prepped for what is happening now. You mean like you mean in today's society, or what do you mean by for what? No, happening like now? basically, I I I don't feel like I was adequately prepped for for adult life uh, to, for adult life or today's society. Even you know maybe adult life, yes, but today, like I feel like I'm just like fucking, you know, like sinking sometimes. If you know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah, but Dan, I don't know that anybody would because the way the society is now, man, it changes so fast and things are so I- instantaneous that nobody would be ever prepared for it. And maybe that's what our problem is in society in general is that nobody's prepared for a fucking thing here. But even I, th- I think what Dan's saying, though, and correct me, maybe I'm wrong or off base here, Dan, but I think if somebody had prepared Dan for the fact that there may not be a way to prepare for the future, like in other words... You have to anticipate the completely unexpected. You have to worry about sort of time droning on and, and getting lost in yourself and shit like that. Like if even if they had prepared him for that, 
he might have taken things a little bit easier now. But maybe is, those words weren't even uttered, you know. Is like, that is that what you mean? Sort of, Dan? Sort of, yes. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean Go ahead. I, I mean, honestly, like when I was the best years of my life, I would have to say were just when I went into adulthood. Yeah, you like know, like 18, 17, 19. 18 through 21. Yeah. What made him so good? Because I was out in Arizona. I honestly had some fun in Arizona. It was It was a cool place to be living there. Could, could, what is it possible that it's because you, you know? And I, I'm not saying anything about anybody in particular. I'm just saying in general that you weren't under somebody's thumb anymore, and you yeah you, that could have that could have been and that could, that could go for anybody that would leave their parents. Yeah, sure, yeah. But you know that you weren't under somebody's thumb anymore, and that you you finally had a chance because your upbringing wasn't exactly the the most uh, the most social. For what yes, it's worth. Pretty mu- so, yes, so, that's so correct. if you when, once you get out from that situation and you go, oh look, just being able, it's almost like I, I'm, I, I don't know any, any other way to put it that somebody else listening would know mm. is like an Amish. You weren't like yes. an Amish, but I'm saying, yeah, you, you know, to put it in, in, perspective. in, in Amish for for people listening when they think about an Amish person, they go, you know, they do that thing what they call it, rumshaker or whatever the fuck they call it. Uh, yeah, Ryan rumshaker. Yeah, yeah they, they, what they do is they they go for one time in their lives when they're somewhere, you know, whatever age, they go out and they go to New York, they go to these big cities because they don't know what it's all about. They just do it to live, you know, what the other people live. So basically, so they could say, oh, I don't like that and I'm going to go back. But yeah. I can imagine it's got to be, in Dan's case, it wasn't an Amish type of thing. So it's like once he's out there, he's like, this is what life is about. There's no, I'm going to go back to being this or being that or doing this or doing that. It's now he can finally do what he's going to do, almost like the free bird type of thing. But, like, that's got to be such a cool feeling. But then it's got to get sickening after a little while. It's like, man, I've had enough of this shit. You you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go maybe not back to whatever it is, but you got to calm down. And then you realize that, you know, all these things that you've always wanted in life after you were a kid when you grew up are like, they're great. For only a little while, then you're like, wait, but in order to do that, I need a job. Yeah. And in order to fucking fuck this, I don't even want a job anymore. You know, you get tired of work and you get tired of going through all this bullshit. But I don't know. For, for, for me, I didn't. I don't know. What was the best time in my life? Probably when you were eating that fucking taco thing just a little bit ago. <laughs> it looked like you were pretty fucking... It's whenever he's eating, basically. <laughs> it's whenever I'm eating. Right? Yeah, whenever there's like a fork and a knife in his hand, he's all about it. Well, I'm, I'm going to say, I mean, thinking about... I don't know, when I was a kid, it couldn't have been. Why not? I don't know. There's a lot of shit to not like when I was a kid. You know what? It's 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 weird. I was like depressed when I was a kid, so... If you're an adult and you're depressed, it's like, okay, we know how to deal with that. But when you're depressed and you're a kid, that ain't normal. Yeah. It's so not you, fun. So you were a big pussy. So, Dan, when you... Uh, <laughs> right. Do, do you feel like if things got worse, Dan, that it would, always, it would almost be, like, unbearable? I don't know. Like society, really and, d- you know. I mean, I know COVID-19 has kind of got you a little fucked up and shit like that. It's not been the greatest year. No, I don't think... I, I mean... COVID-19 probably fucked everybody up, to be honest with you. 
And uh, I don't know. If if it got a little bit worse, I don't know what would happen. It really, I mean, right now, it's okay. I'm working. I'm hanging in there. I'm surviving. Everything like that. And I'm, you yeah. know, it's not like, it's not like anything really bad happened except for fucking isolation. I consider that an isolation experiment. But Let's you did. But you did move social. out to the middle of nowhere, though. No, but but I didn't actually move into the middle of nowhere. Yeah, he lives in a city. I mean, not a city, but a town, I guess, or whatever. I, I live in a town, and I, I live near. I mean, it's it's not as densely populated as Connecticut, but it's not out in the middle of nowhere. If I want to, I could be out in the middle of nowhere in a in about uh, a half an hour or so. Well, well, sort of what I'm saying though, Dan, is that. Right before COVID-19, you, in a sense, moved yourself into a more isolated situation than you were in. Yes, I felt like the the reason being is because I just disliked the state of Connecticut. and I uh, can agree with you on that. It's horrible here. Yeah, and we're, I, I guess I could move to another part of Connecticut so I could you know be in a better part of Connecticut, but then I couldn't afford to be there. So right. it was a catch twenty two. I hear that, man. I'm just saying. So like, I would have know, to. You, I would have to. Yeah. You put yourself in a I little know. bit of an isolated situation, but then when somebody else put you in it, you got really upset by it. So yes, because, I'm not saying moving to Minnesota put you in an, a completely isolated situation. I'm just saying it was definitely more isolated than here. Yes, but I'm. I'm just saying though. If if you can't go to a restaurant, go to a sit-down restaurant like I was always going to a sit-down restaurant in Connecticut and when I came here, I did the same exact thing. Yeah, I, I it was like so like and when they said, "Oh, you can't go to a sit-down restaurant anymore for a while," I was a little bit upset cuz it uh, it disturbed my habits. It was my form of being social. Right. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, it's it's my it you know and they basically threw a whole wrench in my my situation. You know when you, when you don't have when you're a single guy and you don't have anything, it screwed I guarantee the single people it screwed them up more than anybody else. Because they didn't have family members or or whatever or you know like a wife or a husband or any anybody that they can go and say, "Hey, um, you know, I, it, Dan, you know. I'm, I'm going to actually disagree with you on that, and the reason why I'm saying that is because there, you know how how much domestic violence went up after COVID nineteen, like rates, because people are sitting there. If you're talking about being in isolation, people yep. are being isolated. If you want to call it that, and around here it wasn't really that, but anyway, they're being isolated, fucking with people that. They may they may realize like they don't even like them, <laughs> you know what I mean? Now that they have to spend yeah. a lot of time with them or whatever. Is that why you're at work till two in the morning every day, man? I'm just yeah. curious. That's what I figure. It's because I got a lot of fucking work to do. Mm. But that's because everybody else wants fucking to be out doing things, so I have to do their fucking shirts for them. But the thing is, like with, with in isolation, there was there was a massive spike in domestic violence cases because people but, are like they don't even like dealing with each other. Well, when you're around someone 24-7, you get on each other's nerves and shit. I sure. Think. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah, so it's like, you know, I don't know. Being single, Dan, may have actually – let's put it this way. Do you think 
if you had somebody in your house with you and you're stuck there and you couldn't go anywhere, you couldn't do anything, that if you got if that person got on your nerves, would you fucking just fucking lay waste to everything? Do you think? I'm not sure. I have a feeling you I, would. I have a feeling Dan yeah. would be in the newspaper for, for like, murder. No, I don't think I would. You know what I would do is that, you know, there's there's nothing in whatever whatever kind of crock of shit that they decided that they were going to, rules they were going to make. There was nothing against saying that if you were in a bad situation that you couldn't get out of that situation. Like, there was nothing that said that if I wanted to move out of a place, I could you know, I can move out of there and move into another place. Yeah, that's true. You can always still get yeah. away. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, so I, I, if I if if I was like, this is too fucking much, I can't deal with this shit anymore. You would have just left. I gotta get. I would have just left. It's yeah, it's right. as simple as that. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'm the opposite of Dan in in a lot of ways because I, I've lived by myself for many years, and I loved it. I absolutely fucking loved it. Because you don't have to, there's like no like. There's no one to answer to. Well, there's no, it's not that there's anyone to answer to, but there's no like pressure. You know, like, I don't know. Sometimes you feel like if, if you're in a relationship, you always got to find something to talk about or something to do. It can get boring. Like it, there's a lot of like uh, differentials in a relationship. And being single just like takes the pressure off all that. You know what I mean? Where you don't have to. Yeah. But like Dan, like I would go out and shit, but I'm also like Dan, I'm, I'm very similar to Dan and then I'm very socially awkward and shit. So like to try to like meet people is like very impossible for me. You know, same here. Every five, I, I wouldn't be able to do every anything. five or 10 years. I fucking beat me. You know, I'll, I'll like meet someone or whatever. And like, and it's, you know, whatever. But, uh, but no, I, I find it very hard to socialize with people. Like, but I, I like when I lived in Florida, I was living on my own for years down there. And I would go out, just like Dan, I would go out to eat a lot, go out to the bars and shit, have a drink. And and I would think to myself, like, man, I wish I could just kind of meet someone. But then I'd just, you know, every time I saw a chick, like, I'd be like, yeah, she's kind of hot over there. But I don't know what the fuck to say to a broad. You know what am I going to say? Yeah, hey, I'm a big time podcaster and shit yeah, like yeah. that. You know, start <laughs> throwing my weight around. Of course she's going to like you for that. Yeah, but I can't do that, man. I got to fucking have her love me for me, not for my accolades and That's awards. That's true. Yeah, I mean. You know, not for my Grammys that I have and shit fucking like that. Fucking Nobel Peace Prize for this thing. Right, exactly. But uh, hmm. but I, I can I can see what Dan's saying, though. If you're, if you're forced into, uh, like, and I wouldn't call it an isolation. Like, it's not like they're saying you have to close your door, lock it, and never come out. But you're very limited into what you can do. Sure. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't go out to restaurants. You can't go out to bars. You can't go to like a social gathering and shit like that. Concerts, for example. So you can't listen yeah. to live music. There's nothing you, you can do. Movies. Yeah. And if you can't, and if you can't talk to people, like, I mean, if you can't, like at least, you know, the people that had, you know, that were married or, you know, had girlfriends or whatever, they can go home and talk to their significant other. Yeah. Or call them and say, oh, yeah, hey, um, blah, 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 and, you know, sit there and talk about shit. Yeah. But, you know, like single people, I felt, really had it the hardest when it came to this isolation type thing. Because they, they got, I got stripped of all of my, so like, of my limited because i'm a socially inept person that like you know joe, joe like you know like joe is yeah very and much so yeah i, I got ripped way. they they basically took the rug they just pulled it right from underneath me my legs and said fuck you 
Yeah, but that's, that's why they that's why they make whores though, Dan. You could just like have one come over at any time, you know, or you can go there or whatever you want. Well, it, but then of ju- course because then then um what because they made people so fucking paranoid, where am I going to find a whore? I sent you a link, didn't I? <laughs> but, but 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 hold on. I actually An alleged have, link, Matt. I have a question though because Joe actually brings up a good point. I do. You do because Fuck. so. But here's the thing: is that isn't it strange that there's a person out there like a whore mm. that would be able to make anybody feel like they're not socially inept? Yeah. So, for instance, if Dan ordered a whore. Yeah, if he did, yeah. If he did, yeah. and she showed up at the house, he w- even if, like, right off the bat, he was, like, all awkward about, oh, you know, hey, what's going on? That type of person has the ability to make Dan not awkward anymore. Sure. Guaranteed. Yeah, Guaranteed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of strange that that you're only awkward around the certain people. So maybe, Dan, the problem isn't you. Maybe the problem is the people that you're around. Because if you find the right type of people, like you're not socially awkward around me and Joe and Ryan even. No. That's true. So maybe the problem, Dan, isn't you. You get you get what I'm saying? Maybe the problem yeah, is the people the that people. you're near. It, it, because maybe maybe you could tell without even knowing. Like you show up at a place and maybe you could tell that those aren't the people that are going to be having a, a conversation with you that would even keep you interested. Well, I think that... I think that what's happened is in the last, I don't know, it could be even like 10, 15 years or something like that. Like women have, have become empowered in a lot of ways. And I've found, and you can either back me up or maybe tell me a different story, Dan, but I found that a lot of broads, if you try to talk to them or try to, you know, strike, they sort of look down their noses at you, like you're bothering them. And it's like, they, they, they give off this air that they, they definitely don't want you around. Despite the fact that you're, an otherwise perfectly fine person. I mean, you're a nice guy. You know, you've been likened to Tom Cruise at times, so it's not like you're a fucking beast or something like that. You're a, you know, you're not a big giant fat fuck or something like that. So, I mean, you, uh, you know, it's, it, you, you got a good job. You, you don't fuck around. So what, so what's a, the, the I, and, and I've, but I've run into that where I go to like, Hey, how's it going? Not even to like flirt with them, but just to say hi. And they sort of go like, yeah, get the fuck away from me. You in their eyes. They're saying that to me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's yeah. like you're saying, Matt. I think it's the type of person. But where do you meet the type of person that's like an open, honest, kind-hearted, good person who wants to give a, a normal guy a shot who's out somewhere by himself? It's tough. Well, they they don't want. That's the thing is that you're right. They, but I don't know. Is that a societal thing, or is that just what? I mean, I guess is is that what they're being taught is to is to not accept. Like you, you know, chivalry. When I when we were young, and obviously much, much, much long before that, yeah, is that you know it was like chivalry is the right thing to do. I mean, open doors for broads and do all this. I mean, I don't know about all that, but well, no, but I mean, it was it was you know the thing you're supposed to be nice to people, especially women. You're supposed to do it, but in the end, I I think that a lot of women would probably think that you're cheap and and. Uh, yeah. And weak in shit if you open a door for them or if you don't, you know. A lot of women will say, oh, you know, he's not very chivalrous. He's not very nice to me. But then at the same time, they're like, oh, you know, he won't, you know, f- I don't need a man to open a door for me. You, you know, it's like th- they want it both ways. But I think the expectations there, too, were like social media has gotten all fucked up, too, because aside from all the, the whores on Instagram showing their tits off and everything, you got a bunch of dudes like who created this yeah. kind of 
this is what a man is supposed to look like. Like even like the hipsters and shit. Like if you don't wear rolled up fucking skinny jeans with a fucking, uh, you know, a, 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 a fucking hat with a propeller on or some shit, you're a cunt. But isn't that what women had to deal with for, for you know, since like probably the 70s? Yeah, so we're getting our payback now. Is, is women used to be, oh, you know, oh, if you're not like the skinny model type that whatever, then yeah. you're no good. Yeah. And then women's, but now they, they went completely opposite direction. Now big fucking giant fat bitches are like, oh, my body is fucking perfect. It's like, oh, no, it's not. You fucking belong in a goddamn garbage can. A museum or something. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's okay to not be ashamed of yourself. But you don't have to go out and fucking flaunt how fat you are either. And don't and don't say that my body's perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, listen, just, just I don't say, walk oh, around. Just, just with say, my shirt oh, off I'm going to try to. You know, it's okay to to say, oh, I'm I'm imperfect. I'm trying to be, uh, better about myself. Yeah, but that, but, but, that, but the thing isn't that they're, they're but, not. Well, tr- don't be deluded. That's the thing. They're they're deluded. <laughs> they are though. Very much. Is so. they go? I don't care. Like it, so, I go to the beach, right? And I keep my fucking clothes on. I basically go swimming in boots and shit because I I know that no one needs to look at me. But <laughs> at the same time, you you turn around and there's like there's so there's a broad standing there with a the smallest bikini ever, and she's easily four hundred fifty pounds. Yeah. Zero fucking ability to because it's like I don't care what anybody. I was told that I'm a woman and I'm allowed to be whatever I want to be and I should be happy and thrilled with that. And then and then people, you know, they'll post a picture of them. They're taking up half the half the beach and then fucking and then wow. someone and then someone sits there on their Instagram page and goes, "Girl, you beautiful." It's like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" I mean, they call it body positivity. Yeah, it, it, it's bullshit. No, it's called lying. You, nothing looks good about that. It's not, you don't even have to look good. That's not even okay. It's not even healthy. I, I mean, I'm unhealthy, but that's ridiculous. Why, but why do they say that? Why do they say, "Girl, you're beautiful"? You know what? I don't know that they, they. Nobody should make any comments about those pictures. At yeah, all. they should shut the fuck up or do Zero, what I do. Well, because, shut because, the fuck up. Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. even say you look like shit. But you. But no, maybe they should because maybe they actually need to know that before they change the way. I saw. I saw a video on YouTube at one point, and there was a a lady. It was like something about uh, overeating or something. And this one broad was looking. She was skinny, and she was like, "Yeah, you know, you need to eat better." And there's a lady in the audience. It was a talk show, and she goes. Oh, you, you look at you. You're all skinny, you know. And the lady looks at her and she's like, "You you look disgusting. Like what what are you fucking happy about? Look at yourself. You yeah. fucking fat fuck. You're gross. You you're disgusting. You you're a disgusting human being. You shove down fucking ninety tacos a day. What, why are you happy about that? And then you're mad at me because I'm skinny. You, you know, it's like what the fuck. And there is a problem with that, man. There's a huge problem with that. And it, I don't know if it's just. It, I don't. I'm not ashamed of what I am or how I am. I just don't think anybody else needs to fucking see it. But the fact that anybody else w- wants to sit there and tell some m- massive fat fuck dude that they look good just so that they can feel good about themselves, that doesn't help you, man. That doesn't help that fucking giant person. Well, the, here's here's the thing: is if you and 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 I've I've it's not an argument, but I've had this discussion with people and like, yeah, well. Uh, uh, they they do they call it body positivity and what it is is basically saying like you said before don't be ashamed of yourself and and I don't think anyone should be ashamed of themselves but yeah it is what it is but the expectation should be there that 
if I'm, you know, fucking three, four hundred pounds, if, if you're a girl or it doesn't matter, you could be a guy too, but if you're three, four hundred pounds and you're trying to find a mate, like somebody who you want to like sort of link up with, they might look at you and say, you know, you're not healthy. Like you're not a healthy person to be with. You're probably yeah. gonna be dead of diabetes within the next, <laughs> right. you know, five years. You're going to lose your leg and shit. And I got it. Like, it's just not a health. You don't want to deal with that, with the health aspect of it alone. Well, also, I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna further that some if so. There's a same person, right? Yeah, 500 pound woman, bikini on a beach, rolls straight to hell. Yeah, it's a little slower, Matt. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and the thing is, is that everybody's going, "Oh, girl, you look beautiful. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, it's so good to see uh, big women out there that aren't ashamed of themselves." But then when she sits on her chair, it fucking collapses. <laughs> uh, you know, what and he, it's like, tell me that's not embarrassing when you're a giant fuck that you you sit on your your folding chair thing if they even have those anymore where you lay on them, yeah, and or even f- sit on the towel and the towel breaks or whatever happens. Yeah, yeah. Y- you can't tell me that it's it's a thing that's okay that you don't get ashamed by that. If you don't get ashamed, there's something wrong with you to the other side. Mentally, there's something fucking wrong with you. Yeah. If you're like, well, let's see. I'm so big that my car fucking tilts when I get in it. <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, someone's telling you, oh, girl. <laughs> it's so oh, girl, cool. how, you look great. <laughs> you look great in your with your car tilted over. <laughs> Your car's over on its <laughs> on its side, but you look great. <laughs> it's a, you look great with your car tilted over. <laughs> I mean, he's right though. <laughs> he's right though. I mean, I'm serious. Holy shit! <laughs> I can just see someone saying it. <laughs> Holy shit! Like, what are you supposed to do? Like, girl, why why did you buy a super beetle? You 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 should have bought a uh, a super diesel truck. <laughs> I mean, but think about it, Matt. What are you supposed to do? Have a conversation with your girlfriend and say, "Hey, remember remember last week when you threw the Earth off its axis?" <laughs> I mean, that's not a good conversation to have with your Holy spouse. Shit. Yeah, I mean, it's, and then she'll be like, "Fuck you," because you know. uh you know, Sherry told me that I looked good, and it's like, but you d- never did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you've been always so huge. <laughs> you've been on the beach blocking the sun off for all these people. <laughs> They're not even getting a tan. It's like fucking, it's like a, a what do you call that, Matt? A fucking nuclear winter? Yeah, When yeah. you show up. Bitch, you sat, <laughs> you sat down in the sand turned to glass. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? What are you supposed to do? Sit around and wait for her to fucking get the application for to be a performer at SeaWorld next week? I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know. It's like, what do you mean? Why? Wait, so, so just because Cheryl told you that you looked good do- doesn't mean that you didn't fucking eat friendlies out of every fucking tin of ice cream <laughs> that they had. You fucking fat fuck. Jesus, what's wrong with you, you giant bitch? The fuck? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, what the hell was it? The, um,. Stephen Lynch, big fat, the my yeah, the big friend fat or whatever. Friend. Yeah, exactly. But and that's the thing is, yep. that, and then and then plus, you know the people that are going, oh girl, that looks so good with the tires, <laughs> oh, girl, <laughs> with the tires low. They'd be that like, side. oh fat bitch, <laughs> with the tires low on that side. You know, you look great, and it's the the girl that's saying that is fucking ten pounds. 
Yeah, because yeah, yeah. she doesn't want to fucking feel so good about herself anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, because she's got to stand next to that buffuma fuck. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ almighty, dude. What the fuck happened? You know, there is a problem in, in today's society that people are saying that that's okay. And it's not because I think that... I mean, I'm listen, I'm fat, okay? I get it. I understand I am. I'm not going to fucking lie about it. What are you talking about, girl? You look good. <laughs> Fucking poor chair I'm sitting in. It's not going to survive long. You're on point, sister. <laughs> See, what What the problem is, is besides the fact that people, you know, you know, they eat food <laughs> no shit. that causes them to get fat, okay? And, but the problem is, is that society, because we're so PC now yeah. as a society, they don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. Yeah, and but you so don't then, have to go the other direction either, though. Yeah. And constantly... Yeah, but if they're walking that, towards you and fucking the sidewalk up, you don't have a choice. You have <laughs> yeah, to it's up. like, listen. <laughs> what the fuck are you no, doing? No, I'm not saying that... Um, they need What people somehow need to be told, without offending them, just that they need to lose weight. Yeah, yeah but, yeah, but nobody is going to do that because they're going to go so far to the other end of the spectrum... Yeah, where, you know, it's like they're not even going to mention anything about their weight at all to them. Yeah. Other than they're not even going to mention their weight, but they're always going to say you look good. You know what I mean? It's like I don't. You can't even fit through a doorway. <laughs> what do you mean? Yes, yeah, like sister. you can't even get into my house. You're so fucking massive. Yeah, sister, you go all the way to the end of that glycemic <laughs> index. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dan, do you really want to be sitting there feeding a dozen shots. donuts to your old lady? You don't want to be doing that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, damn, girl, that BMI is off the charts. <laughs> you can't. Like, what are you supposed to do? Like, take different elevators because the weight limit's already fucking going past <laughs> the thing? Like, Shit, girl, get on that They have to waiter. wait. <laughs> <laughs> they have to wait for another elevator. <laughs> because... It, you got to get like a horse scale, you know, or like a, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like a cattle scale. A freight yeah. elevator. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get one of those beds. It's just like a, like Egyptians, like a solid piece of stone. Yeah. You know, because otherwise it'll crumble under their massive weight. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. If they, or if they're, like, you, you, they're you, this girl and her friend, one's fat, one's skinny. They meet two guys at a bar in Miami and I like, come back to my hotel room and. You know, they get there, and one girl gets in the elevator. The other one, there's a crane on the top of the building because there's, and they got a hoister up and shit. It's yeah. like, come on! At some point, you gotta you gotta realize that you're just way too fat, girl. Yeah, like Dan, you don't want to have to wipe a girl's twat after she pisses because she can't find the thing or can't reach it under Holy the big giant fuck. fucking gunt. You know what I'm talking about? Where you got to get in the flap? Definitely like not. That? No. <laughs> But no, but but the same girl that's going to be like, oh, I need a guy that's going to be able to wipe me. There's a, somebody out there telling her that she's fine. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. is that? I Th- don't there's know. something wrong with that. Is is nobody ever going to say? But but then if you tell them that, then it's like, oh, how dare you say that to me? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, Matt. If you want the answers to that, or if anyone out there, I should say, has, it, has the answers to that, you should email us at privateerscorp at gmail.com or you can go to our website hmm. and you can uh, actually measure your body mass index there. Uh, it's privateersinc.com. Or if you want to send us pictures for us to uh, make fun of, I mean, to uh, tell you that you're so fucking in, you know, fit and in style and all that shit, you can <laughs> go to our Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. Uh, at privateers. I, I have a question. Oh, do, you, do you think that, do you think that they'll actually, 
it's going to become a thing now where not only they just say, no, you look okay or you look good or whatever, to being like, wow, that's that's actually – are we going to flip the script so much where they're gonna, people are going to think that that's what fit is? Maybe. Are we going to go that far? Because where do you draw the line? No, I think it can't because humans in general, they want to have someone that that has a, you know, they want to be attracted to them. And and attraction stops at a certain point. Yeah, but isn't there somebody that's attracted? Like, there's got to be somebody that's attracted to a massive thing. There are. They're called feeders. They actually feed women and men, but they feed their spouse with the intention of them getting very, very big. Oh, my God. That's a real thing, yeah. That's disgusting. That's like in another country, though. No, that's here. I've seen it. Not in person, but I've seen it like on you know TV okay. shows. They have that. Yeah, that's fucked up. But uh, okay, uh, po- poison cider. Poison cider dot com, lost tours brewing dot com, the subtractive dot com. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> uh, all excited. I think so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who, who's got anything going, Matt? You got anything going on this weekend? Or yeah, you- yeah. <clears throat> I'm good. I'm gonna be at the. Uh, let me let me get my in the mood here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, hey, baby, I'm gonna be at the beach. <laughs> God, <laughs> trying to get the sun behind a big, giant, fat, fucking broad who's gonna take all the light away from me. And uh, it's actually gonna be very cold at the beach in your shadow. Um, so please make sure you don't get in my way. <laughs> What is this, a misconnection fucking thing? What is <laughs> What's happening? That's no, what I'm, a, I'm actually going to be... Uh, I'm going to be at Spencer's Spencer Gifts... <laughs> nice. Uh, ...this weekend, uh, showing people how to lift. That's what we call it, how to lift things. In the, in the business? In the, in the business. I'm going to show them how to lift things uh, from Spencer's. We say that so that the cops don't know that we mean stealing. Are you going to show them how to boof uh, lava lamps? <laughs> boof. <laughs> boof them. Yes. See, if you say things like that, you can't. They can't say like, "Oh, they're teaching me how to steal." We're teaching you how to lift. That could mean anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, lift, so yeah. I'm gonna be teach them how to lift things and then walk <laughs> them out of the store after they lift. <laughs> uh, <laughs> most importantly, <clears throat> a Halloween themed red water fountain. Uh, I'm gonna teach you how to walk out of the store with <laughs> one still plugged in. All sloshing around everywhere. Sloshing around and, yeah. and water flying everywhere while it's still plugged in. That's an interesting thing you got going on there. You just it, the, you need accomplices <laughs> to keep putting larger and larger uh, extension cords <laughs> while it stays plugged <laughs> in. <laughs> As you walk out of the mall, you need an electrician <laughs> with a fucking roller Romax. Spencer's was close to the entrance or exit of the mall, right? Yes, of course. It doesn't even matter when you got a buddy with Romex. Yeah. Uh, Dan, you got anything going on this weekend? Oh, okay. So speaking of beaches, I'm going to be at the Hamanassas uh, State Beach in. Uh, <laughs> oh, where the hell is that in Connecticut? It's, Madison, uh, Guilford, Ma- yeah, Madison, Madison, Madison Connecticut. Uh, I'm going to be signing autographs over uh, on some uh, broken old beer bottles and some <laughs> litter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, two for twenty and uh, one for fifteen. Um, <laughs> other than that, uh, that's about all I'm doing. I can just see somebody picking up a, a fucking napkin, <laughs> some fucking Puerto Rican lantern. Take this, sign it. Oh. It's like a Goya wrapper. Oh. 
Well, Matt, if you, <laughs> Matt, if you remember uh, last weekend, I was actually trying to help uh, rich women get their keys and phones out of their hotel rooms. Yes, I started yes, a, I remember that. a side hustle. Yeah. It turns out they're all lying. That's not even a real job. I oh. tried it. I didn't, <laughs> oh, even have, really? I didn't even have one client. And that's shitty. So, huh. Uncle, Uncle Mike, you might want to. <laughs> yeah, maybe you want to check up on that again. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I have a new job this week uh, that, that I'm starting. Joe? I'm actually, it's called Joe's Pest Control. I'm hmm. going to be an exterminator. I'm, fly, I'm, I'm going to be following Mike Pence around trying to get that fly off his fucking head. <laughs> uh, I might, it might work. I don't know. <laughs> Legend has it. It's still there, by the way. He showered a couple times. Dude, that was kind of strange. It, it literally at one point was sitting and didn't even move. <laughs> it, it was like almost like it was building a home or something. I think the Democrats use CGI to make him look bad. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, it's like they forgot to have it move. Yeah, something like that. Uh, okay, everyone, we'll, we'll see you next week, and maybe we'll prepare an actual episode. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Right, have, have a good week. We lost a person halfway through. <laughs>